Hi everyone, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com, and it is Tuesday, October 19th, 2021, here with your live show. It is the beginning of the NBA season. We've got two Major League Baseball playoff games and a slew of NHL for you today. So hang in there. Excited to talk sports and sports betting with everyone today. Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com. Oh, for sure. These games have to be high drama. Here we go again. I'm going to go big and see what happens. Hi, everyone. And, uh, well, here with the regular crew, we got Joe Madden, Brian Bittler, and Rod Zawacki. I got Rod and Brian backwards there. We'll have to uh, adjust that on the fly. This. I was going to say, I've been calling them the wrong names for the month and a half. Well, I've been calling them a lot of names for the last <laughs> two and a half years, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, last night's game, really, you know, classic NFL matchup, and uh, I was on the wrong side of it. it happens. Um, I can go back and handicap the game and t- show everyone exactly how I got there. So um, I think as long as you can do that, I can feel good about it. It's not like I gave out the Giants or something, and you know. <laughs> dumbfounded when they get blown out of the building. Um, getting a lot of Jared Goff uh, talk this week with the game in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, never liked that draft pick. Never liked it. But, uh, yeah, Brian got one right. Congratulations. Uh, one one. We also gave out the Giants on Sunday on our live show to 5,000 people. Never apologized once for it. Um, happens. The Sauce also had the uh, Titans. Said I would give him a shout-out. I had the over also in the free pick video, so I had a winner in that game as well there. But, um, oh, well, one game, we move on. Got uh, plenty of action today, a lot of NHL action. We got NBA season starting today. Oh, the date says 10-20 on this. Uh, it's because I'll fix it. Oh, well, happens. I, so what happened was I put ten nineteen on the App State game in the video, and it's and the game is ten twenty, and then I put ten twenty on this. It's ten nineteen. I don't know what day it is. I think that's where I'm pretty much at. <laughs> Welcome to Mitch World, and um, you know it's like I think a lot of our competitors had a good time the last couple of months. You know, NFL not necessarily our strongest thing when it comes to our coverage i think we do a really good job i think you know we were the first ones to cover it the way that we do and you know a lot of our competitors that's what they put a hundred percent of their effort into and we're kind of like we cover everything we give everything special treatment so um you know they get like a seven weeks where they kind of you know act like oh i got them you know and then come back and just slap them around and own them for the next 10 months and change so Really excited about it. You can already see it today. You know, it's, it's NBA tip-off, and then tomorrow will only get worse, right? Because it's just every day of the season just becomes their worst nightmare. And then college basketball starts, so it could get pretty ugly out there. But anyways, um, you know, we got a ton of NHL today, too, and Major League Baseball. Boy, the, the Red Sox turned that one into a mockery uh, yesterday against the uh, – against the Astros. It's been the Grand Slam series for the Red Sox. Joe, how are you doing today? Since I'm sitting here, I feel like no one else is talking. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, we don't today. 
We don't want to talk over you because then we'll get yelled at. So I don't. I, cool. I don't. I never yell at you except when you sit here and say it was the proper play. They lost now, by fifty. When we, when now, we, that's when, when I yell at you. Giants, or when you say the sharp money is there, but the sharp money has already moved the line two days ago. When, it's not today. You know, it's like you're when you're following and you can't explain how you get there. Yeah. When I mean, you mentioned that, that's one thing. When you mentioned the Giants that I gave out the Giants and didn't apologize, I think Rod and I think also Big Al, all three of us gave out the Giants and. Neither, nobody apologized for that pick. It was a bad pick, horrible pick. I wouldn't give it out again if I could go back in time. But at the time, I thought it made sense, and it's just didn't I'd love come to, to see fruition. how you got there. Because I'll the sit here and show you how I got to the Bills. I could show you up and down how I got there, you know. But I can't see how you get to the Giants. I can't see it. I can go up and down, just like you know how Indiana was the sharp play on Saturday. I can go up and down and sideways on that game and can't get to Indiana on a straight handicapping basis. I didn't have Indiana. I know, but I'm just saying. You know, almost that was the sharp play of the day, right? I don't think so. Well, it was. That's where all the sharps were. Well, then I missed the boat on that. Yeah, (laughs) bent over on Indiana. Well, that game last night, I can tell you guys, I have not seen such a great game in forever. I couldn't believe how well the Titans came out. I was on the Bills, um, 100% admitted. I didn't think the Titans were going to show up like that. They've got so many people um, out or injured right now. And for them to show up, Derek Henry was just unstoppable last night. He was a machine running. I haven't seen him play like that in quite a while where no one could even touch him how like hard and fast he ran. First touchdown score. Oh, we got a crybaby in the chat. Zanir is crying. Hi. Rod, we need the Rod sound effects here for him. Need to say, don't cry, be happy now. What is that song? Don't. Oh, that's don't worry, be happy now. He's crying. Oh, it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. It feels like Wednesday. Makes sense why the date says the 20th. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think, you know, when you have a game like last night and you lose a game like that, it's kind of like you got beat by Derrick Henry. (laughs) It's like, yeah. And that catch by Julio Jones. And the catch by Julio. I mean, it's like you get beat by that. Eh, you know what? You lost. It's kind of like if Lamar Jackson makes like some unbelievable tackle. Like we talked about halftime. So like if Lamar Jackson, you know, or we talked about it on our NFL show yesterday. It's like if Lamar Jackson escapes like seven tackles and finds the guy wide open. It's like <laughs> you can't really handicap that. You know, it's like there's nothing you can really do about it. And it's like, you know, on paper, the the Bills clearly were the better team on the field. I think they were the better team too. And I think that, you know, they didn't capitalize on some opportunities early. And those early points is kind of like in baseball. You know, it's like what Pete Rose always said about baseball. It's the games in in April that make the games in September and October count. And it's like, I think it's the same thing for the Bills. They didn't get touchdowns on those early drives. That holding call on Emmanuel Sanders and then missing him wide open in the end zone um, ended up costing them the game. You know, the it you can look back and, and it really was that simple. You know, a missed tackle on Derrick Henry and he's gone. You know, really a missed assignment there. And he's gone for 78 yards because in the first half, I mean, the, the Bills owned them. I mean, Brian Tannehill, Absolutely. take away the Julio Jones catch that bounced off a helmet and a, ta- and a tightrope act. I mean, three of 11 for 21 yards outside of that play. And, you know, Derrick Henry, I- uh, nine carries for 18 yards outside of that one run. So it was, it was domination. And so, I mean, if those games are going to happen and it's like, you know, 
if he kicks the extra point, if he kicks the field goal there, they go to overtime. Eh, there's no saying they're going to win. And I think on the road, that is the right play. You know, obviously, is to go for it when you're on the road. At home, at home, you kick the field. I believe you kick the field goal. On the road, you go for it. And that's just the way it's always been um, in college and in pros. That's why I thought the Eagles last week, you know, going for two uh, didn't make a lot of sense because the general rule of thumb has always been on the road you go at home, you, you go for the tie and play for overtime. It's just always yeah. the way it's been. I was so disappointed to see that touchdown called back because of holding that one off the kickoff. That oh, yeah. was an unbelievable run back. Um I don't know who got that holding call, but it was a hold though. And like, it, what are you doing? Sometimes you see penalties that have nothing to do with the play or whatever. I think that yeah. one kind of did spring them. <laughs> so I, you know, even though know, I had the bills, I would say, eh, you know, it might not have had it. You know, you don't say. There's no saying if he would have broke the tackle or if he would have. Yeah. I mean, so fast, right? I mean, oh, so fast. Clearly, it was unbelievable. Clearly, like 101 yards. Some of the superstars of the game, you know, in that one game. I mean. um, you know, once Brown started going, you know, he's impossible to cover. And, you know, I, I mean, it's just, it was just everybody was making plays. And, you know, I thought the Titans, as much as they struggled to cover the Bills receivers, you know, they, they couldn't cover them, right? That they, you know, that they, they were able to do what we talk about, what I talk about, at least on the show all the time, was get the pressure on Allen to, to force, you know, force him to get rid of the ball where he didn't want to or, you know, take a sack. And um, that really was kind of their undoing there in the end. Because they could not cover the receivers. Um, you can't hear a word, Rod. He's just mouthing. We could just put words in his mouth <laughs> for him. They forced, Henry, they forced uh, Allen to run the other way, and he, he wasn't comfortable throwing yeah. that way. And yeah. No, they uh, did. That was huge. I mean, it, great job by the Titans. No, right? it was a that, great, uh, there's nothing you can say, right? It's like it is what no. it is. It's like it's a game. We move on, and, you know, it's like I said. It's like on paper – I can certainly justify my pick for the Bills, and I think anyone that has the Titans can say the same thing. I can justify why I took the Titans, right? It's like what about that? It's one of those games. Buffalo two point special. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Buffalo wasn't didn't didn't have the game covered at any point or anything like that. It's it was it was you know far far from the case. It was amazing that the Titans stayed within the number as long as they did, you know, to keep it that close. It was an amazing job by them to be able to do that. Yeah, I love the game. No one gave up. Everyone gave it everything yeah, like last the, night. Those so are the NFL game. games. And it's like there wasn't a lot of ticky-tack calls in the game. There wasn't a ton of penalties. There was a good amount. But there wasn't like just, oh, my God, just stop, right? Like how a lot of these games have been. And it, you know, it, made it, it made it a little bit more watchable. And like I said, I think in the NFL, when you have – and this is you know my knock on, on Cole for the Yankees – it's like when you have the guys that are making the big money, like Aaron Rodgers and Derrick Henry and, you know, um, what's his name? 14 on the Bills, right? The receiver and, you know, Josh Allen Diggs. and these guys, right? I mean, when these are the guys making the big money and the defensive guys, right? I mean, these are the guys that should be making the plays in the big-time moments of the big-time games. I mean, that is what it's all about. Not, you know, lasting three innings and getting blown out in Fenway, right? It's like for because who pays for that? You know who pays for this? We do. The teams don't pay. We do. You have to remember that the fans are the ones paying the bills, not the teams. The teams make the money off of the fans, and that's how they distribute it as they wish. But it is the fans. We pay the bill always. So when Cole makes thirty whatever million, 
That's an extra commercial we got to suffer through watching the Yankees. <laughs> One more commercial. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's another billboard in the, in the, in the stadium wall, you know? It's two of them. It's like whatever it takes, right? It's like... But uh, speaking of uh, speaking of a league that knows what they're doing, the NBA back in action tonight, and uh, these guys really know what they're doing. I mean, this is a this is a league that was dead to rights, you know, thirty years ago. It's dead in the water, just dead. And uh, you know, they pulled themselves from the ashes, and they did it the right way. They made it a fans' game. They made it a, a little expensive to be a fans' game, but they made it a fans' game nonetheless. And um, you know here. Here we are, you know, opening night of the NBA, and it's, I think it's bigger than the NFL these days. I really oh, do. It, I, I don't agree oh, with it's, that. It is. It's a lot bigger. Um, I guess and, it's a personal preference, though. Well, no, right. No, believe me, I, I'm, I'm not as, I'm not, I like the NBA. Probably not. I'm, I'm, I might be a bigger fan of the NBA now than the NFL, but not of college football. I like the NBA better than the NFL because the NFL is just this crappy product that they have for, for the bulk of the time where the officiating takes over the game. Well, in the NBA, they let the guys play and the best players, you know, put it together. The thing I don't like about the NBA is the super team, you know, and I think that that's the problem. And I think, you know, if, if you can have the teams that bust up the super teams that beat, start beating the super teams, if you start having a new England Patriots, you know, in the, um, or Tampa Bay Rays, you know, in the NBA, well, that's going to be the thing that stops the super team, right? Is having just tons and tons of depth, spreading that money across. We just haven't really seen it yet. The super teams generally seem to make it deep into the playoffs. But at least they've made it a fans game. They haven't let the refs take over. They've, they've done everything to bring the fans into it and to make it a more exciting product. And, um, you know... When a lot of sports were saying no, the NBA said go, man, during COVID, too. And I, I have to respect that. I think they called too many fouls, though. I mean, every drive to the lane by a superstar is a foul. But uh, I like the old 80s, late 80s, where the, the guys would play. You know, go down the lane, you got smacked to the ground. You know, I don't know. I, Maybe I think I'm just you see a little of it today. I think you see some. A little bit too much foul calling, in my, to my taste. More three-point shots, definitely. There's definitely yeah. a lot more three-point shots. Yeah. They even said that even this year's season's preseason is already uh, starting to eclipse numbers that we've seen over the previous seasons. So uh, watch for that. More three-points uh, are being chucked up over the preseason we've seen so far. Oh, you got to move year. the line back. So That's really the answer. Right? Make yep. it a four-point? Four-point no, no, no we don't. You I tell you, I just want to see them get those penalty shots because when they don't get those penalty shots, and I can, I can get that penalty shot from standing there. Yes, I know I'm not on the NBA court, but it drives me crazy. I prefer. It's not as easy that. as you think when some guy's behind you with a couple tubes going like this. Come on, it's not as easy as you think. Just standing. <laughs> how are they? How are they with the tubes? I know it's not. And, but and you can when we're, we're looking for that extra point. For I need to see. I don't really understand the, the exact tube motion not. there. Can, Rod, can you walk me through that? So, <laughs> all right. I'm a big three-point shooter. <laughs> I think it's a plastic. Hey, I kick butt a donkey. I love playing that game. <laughs> well, one time we'll have to play. Let's see if I can beat you. 
I don't she, know about that. Pour hot got sauce in your shot. fresca. No, we all I, screwed I can't. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll challenge her to one-on-one basketball. I'll make sure I trim my nails for that day. Sounds good. I'm in. <laughs> Anyways. We got the uh, Bucks and the Nets banner time in Milwaukee. Raising the banner. First time since uh, well, a long time. Right? Since Lou Alcindor graced the uh, water there. And uh, got the Nets in town. Of course, you got to remember the Nets had the second best record in the NBA in the uh, East last year. And then they got to the playoffs and everybody got injured on their entire team, right? Nobody played in the last, in the end of the playoffs. And Kevin Durant kind of carried, he who hadn't played all season, carried the team on his back. And I think in the fourth quarter of those games took every single shot. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I don't think... I'm, I'm going to guess he took over 98% of the shots. And I'm not like, you know, doing a Mitch where, oh, it's, you know, he's 10 million pounds or anything like that. It's, I believe he actually did take 98% of the shots. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, Rod, what do you think of these games? Uh, for me, I'm looking at this, this uh, the Bucks and the Nets. When you look, these are the two top scoring teams in uh, the league last year, both averaging 117 points a game. Um, and then you look where this number is, is right on that number, 234. Uh, I think this being the first game of the season, I think that number is just a touch too high. I like the under. Uh, I know they did average 117 a game last season. Uh, no P.J. Tucker for uh, the Bucks. He went, uh, he got traded away to uh, the Heat. Um, so that's the only real loss for the Bucks um, from their championship team. Otherwise, uh, they're all the same there. So, uh, for me, I mean, I take the under. I think that's just too many points to uh, start the season off. I don't see us uh, hitting the 240 like uh, normally. I think give it a couple weeks, I think that's where you'd be with these two teams. But uh, I'm going to go with the under in this one. I think it's just a little bit lower. Brian, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to lean towards the Milwaukee Bucks here on the money line. Normally, I, I steer away from teams when they're raising a the banner. Sometimes there's a little bit of – they just seem a little flat coming out. But the Nets are just one in four last five meetings at Bucks, And overall, the Nets have struggled at Milwaukee. Now, those weren't the really great Nets teams, but they're 15-32-1 last 48. Uh, Brooklyn at Milwaukee. I just think this is a statement when national TV, Bucks will want to come out and get a W. So – I like the price here. I'm going to take them on the money line. Joe? Yeah, I have to disagree with both of you on both of those. I think we're going to see the Nets come out and just slam this one um, with a high-scoring battle. I think they win this one by three. I have the Nets and the over in this. I like the Nets as well in this one. I don't love either of these games. I don't have any premium picks on NBA tonight. Tomorrow I should have a couple, but... um... Today, I took a pass on both these. I gave out free picks on the videos. I like the Nets. It's a lean at best. I just think that the Bucks do have some players missing. And, um, you know, Rod points to Tucker is gone, but DiVincenzo is still out. And then you've got Bobby Portis, who was instrumental in that um, championship run. Um, he's out for this one as well. And, um, you know, Giannis is injured. So it, he's going to play, but he's, he's banged up. And um, so, you know, who knows you know, exactly what we're going to see, but I don't think they're going to, you know, 
risk the franchise in game one um, on Banner Night. I just don't think, see it happening. Um, you know, for the Nets, you know, obviously the Kyrie situation, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. Um, it's a crazy world we're living in. But, yeah, um, I don't. I don't think I'm kind of. I'm kind of. I've kind of gone from Kyrie um, hater to Kyrie lover. You know, I've kind of changed teams on that one. Kind of about face on that. And um, I just think a guy who has the guts to stand up for what he believes in, or you know, even if he even even if he doesn't believe, you know, he just says I got questions. You know, <laughs> it's like he's allowed to have questions. You know. I'll just still have questions. In the hell is anyone to say he's not allowed to have questions? It's, he went to Duke. He's, he's he's obviously a lot smarter than most of those people that are you know that are questioning him. Anyways, Lakers and the Warriors is the other game here. Clay Thompson's still out for the Warriors. I really think when Clay gets back, the Warriors are going to be tough customers. Wiseman's out for this one too for the Warriors, and Ubre of course is gone. The Lakers, uh, Kuzma gone. I think that's a lot bigger loss than people realize. I think the Wizards won that trade, um, trading Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Um, I, I would way rather have Kuzma than Westbrook at this point. I just think he's a better um, fit. You know, Russell Westbrook is a great player, and I think a good guy off the court. I think the issue here is that the same thing I said when he when they draft when he was drafted and I said, Well, this guy's really not gonna make it in the NBA. It was really one of my brilliant statements of all time because he doesn't play any position, right? And that's what I said, you know, on draft night. Um yeah, he fizzled out really badly. Um, not not quite my Jared Goff Carson Wentz Mitch Trubisky uh <laughs> calls on the draft, right? Uh, <laughs> This guy ended up uh, being pretty good, but and it, you know, like I said, it seems like a pretty good guy too. But I think the issue is that um, you know he doesn't really play a position, and I think a guy like that is going to drive LeBron nuts over time. And uh, you know, the Lakers have the oldest starting lineup in the history of the NBA. So, you know, how are they, they going to hold up? Last year, what we saw from the Lakers over the course of the season, you know, I'll just refresh Eric's memory because I don't have it written down, but I can tell you because I have a memory like an elephant, mm-hmm. is that the Lakers, they basically tried to manage LeBron and AD the bulk of the season, manage their minutes because um, they knew that they needed those guys for the playoffs, and that was the only chance that they had. And then what happened was they both got hurt anyway. And then the Lakers, like, limped into the playoffs. They actually had to play in that play-in games. And then I they, thought they got in, and then they just couldn't turn it on. They couldn't turn back on. Well, they, the, got into, they got in through the playoff in the play-in games. And then what happened is they had to play, like, Jazz or something in the first round, right? Or was the Jazz or whoever was the number two. They, like, you know, it, they didn't get to <laughs> – normally they're playing them. Right? It's like normally they're playing the play-in team. You know, they're playing the Warriors or whoever they played in the play-in, right? It's like, but the Warriors on the other side, remember that game in Toronto, Rod, where they got blown out by like 50 and then they kind of still made the playoffs, right? And they they still made the play-in and they kind of played really hard down the end. Curry caught fire is what happened. Oubre is gone from this team, but Draymond is still there. Wiseman is out for this one. You know, I think when Klay Thompson gets back, you know, they won the championship 
without Durant, you know, with Clay Thompson and Curry. With Clay Thompson, yeah. He's, he's good, you know. We'll see what he's where he's at when he comes back. It's been two years since we've seen him. It was in the mm. finals, remember? When he yeah. got hurt. When he got hurt, yeah. Anyways. The Bulls aren't playing, so it's tough to... Uh... No, I, I was asking people who their favorite NBA team is. Oh. Your the Chicago Bulls. Bulls. Joe asked me the same question yesterday. I said the same thing. Yeah. The Bulls. Gotta love those Bulls. Playoff team. It's not your business, Brian. They're not your team. Yeah, but hey, they can be my team if I want them to be You're my six team. Or now, if you, if you start taking them, though, I might be anti-Bulls. If I start taking them, I've, I've lived in I lived in Chicago. You take the Lakers. I had as Nets. my Facebook profile picture the Michael Jordan handprint from the Sports Authority Lakers, for like Nets, forever. <laughs> like the, the Michael Jordan, the thing where he put his hand into the wall at, at yeah. Chicago, in downtown Chicago. I used to have that as my Facebook uh, profile. For years, Jordan, yeah, the best. Your Chicago Bulls used to shoot dice with Oakley. That was a real NBA team. I'll tell you one guy uh, at the craps table. I don't really want to get in the space as Oakley. Kind of does it the same way. He blocks people out of, <laughs> out of the key. He's so big. It's like he plays the. He gets the side. You know, like you know the craps table, like the, the you know, where it tr- takes the turn, and you're right there, right before it goes to dealers. Basically, his arms go around the whole thing. That is just gigantic. <laughs> and the dice look like about this big in his hands. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Shoots dice like free basketball plays. players have to be some of the tallest athletes out there. Oh yeah, and the thing they is, have to be. Thing is, is like he shoots dice the way the way he shoots a free throw. He's just dialed it. You know? Do you guys think that net <laughs> should be raised with the height of these guys now? Do you think we should have a higher net? Twelve feet. Take the dunk. Is out it of twelve the game. feet? No, it's ten. If they yeah. made it twelve, oh, okay. it would take the dunk out of the game, which is no fun. Gotta oh, love that slam dunk. I know, but it's 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 almost. Um, yeah, if they raise it up, I won't be able to dunk anymore. So, can't do that. I can't dunk it. I can't jump. Well, this should be a good one. I like the Warriors tonight. I think they at least <laughs> cover in this one against the Lakers. Mm. If they don't win, they've given the Lakers some trouble. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. This is a Lakers team that we just really didn't see covering very well last year. So I think the Warriors plus the points is a great way to look at this. I'd be looking at the under, too. I think both of these teams uh, come out a little slower in this opener. Rod? Yeah, I like the under in this one. Uh, that's way too many points for these two teams. Um, I'm not getting in a, in a shootout match, that's for sure. Um we're going to see more defense play. That's the way the Lakers play. That's the way LeBron likes to play. So, uh, give me the under. 226.5. That's just way too many points in this one. Love the under in that one. 
No, for me, all three of us agree. I love the under tonight as well. I mean, the Lakers are focused on defense. Warriors, I think, will have improved defensive play this year. And uh, I think it will come out slow being in the first game. Uh, the under's gone six of the last eight times these two teams have met up. And uh, Lakers under 5-1-1 one, and one last seven games. I know they're preseason. But uh, to me, I like the under here. I think it's the best free pick of the day. Oh, you got a lot of scorers here on the Warriors this year. Otto Porter Jr. now on the Warriors. He's a guy that can play. He was great at Georgetown. It's just it's hard to just another guy who's just hard to find that right fit. He's been on a bunch of different teams at this point. I think he was like fourth overall pick this year. Brian, what are you selling tonight? Nope. I actually got uh, three plays today. I got my NBA executive info play. I got a play in hockey and a baseball play, trying to hit another baseball play. Uh, so you can get all three of mine for $40. It's my tantalizing Tuesday uh, three-pack. Get it for $40 at pickdogs.com or subscribe to the YouTube VIP. I'm going to give one of those out on there. How about you, Rod? Now for me, it's a Taco Tuesday, so it's a Taco Tuesday five-pack. I got two NBA I love, two NHL I love, and one 10-star diamond crusher. Uh, five plays that I absolutely love today. Whatever uh, happened to Tackle board. Brian Tuesday? Tantalizing Tuesday. <laughs> tackle Brian. That was Tackle Your Mom Tuesday. We're not allowed to cross the border, sorry. <laughs> tackle Your Mom Tuesday. Tackle the books Tuesday, Rod used to so I used to just throw in Tuesday. other names besides the book. Tackle your third grade teacher. Right. <laughs> <laughs> more That's fun the best. Way. Nothing like you tackle somebody who's unsuspecting as you're walking down the road. And all of a sudden, you just run up and you tackle them. And they're like, what the heck was that? That's the best. <laughs> no one has ever done that to me. And I've never done that before, Rod. Okay. I have to say it. <laughs> This guy's got problems. <laughs> well, you wouldn't do it to a woman. You wouldn't run, run down the street and tackle. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go. All of a you would tackle, tackle a guy unexpectedly. Yeah, exactly. You can tackle your buddy all of a sudden. He's not expecting, yeah. and you're just like, take this. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why people cross the street when you're walking down it. They're like, oh God, he might tackle us. He might tackle us. Right? Watch out. <laughs> just you're, out of nowhere. You're, you're weird. That's why everybody's on the other side of the road in town here. That's what it is. <laughs> Joe, what do you got today? Tackle Rod. Um, I have two NHL and one NBA play today. So head on over to Pick Dogs, you guys. All right. It's an exciting day for premium picks. Anyways. I was surprised. I thought you'd be on the Lakers tonight, Mitch. That was a shocker. I, I'm on them so much. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was Al. That's my buddy Al. <laughs> Not you. Got you guys mixed up. Got Major League Baseball going on. Got the uh, NLCS and the ALCS both in action today. I like the Braves today. I think they go up 3 nothing on the Dodgers. I'll tell you, I gave out the Braves as my free pick in the video. And I got a slew of comments calling me an idiot. And that is normally, well, it's par for the course, but, um, yeah, got a lot of comments calling me an idiot. 
So I usually think that that's a very good sign. I'm going to take the Braves. Charlie Morton. Don't need the run and a half either. Or the half or whatever. Plus, plus, plus one and a half or any of that stuff. I like the, uh, I like the Braves here. Outright. Reverse run line. Rod, who do you like? I'm with you. I like the Braves here as well. Um, I know I'm not going to take the plus one and a half in this one. I think the Braves do win it outright and go up three nothing. Um, Braves five and zero oh in their last five playoff games. They're also twelve and one in their last thirteen versus a team with a winning record. Um, we we figured the the injury went down to the Braves star player and we're going to make it here. And look at them go. Um, they come together as a team and quite happy playing baseball and loving it. So uh, give me the Braves here. I think they outright them and go up three nothing. Bueller's like he's limped into the playoffs and hasn't been playing so well. So uh, I think the Braves get to him here and crush him. Brian? Yeah, I don't like taking public heavy teams here, but I just don't see how the Dodgers could go down three games to none. Uh, with Sounds just like everyone in the YouTube team. comments. That's, that's uh, I know, why I, I got I'm the not, Braves on reverse. That is a good exactly sign for the Braves, all those YouTube comments. That is a good sign. But for me, I got to go with one of the best pitchers in baseball, Walker Bueller, the Dodgers at home. Lay that run and a half. I just If, if they lose this game, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what they're going to do in L.A. Be a lot of crying going on. What they're used to doing in the playoffs. So, Take the Dodgers minus one and a half. Uh, is this, what shape is this, Rod? I can't see it. It's too small. Is that a square? I don't always. Somebody accused me of always <laughs> taking the dogs. I don't always <laughs> take the dogs. I don't know, four I corners, 90 degree angles. I'm allowed to take a, a, a public side a once square. in a while. I think today's the day to do it. I don't see how the Dodgers could lose three in a row. We're going to get you a sombrero. That should be your bet the sombrero. Lay the alternate line. I think you lay up the three and a half with the Dodgers. Yep. Do you lay, I'm going to oh, lay three and a half with the Braves. You're, now you're on the Kool-Aid. You're, now you're on the That's my, uh, my Al special today, Dodgers. Big I got my Kershaw jersey on. I'm ready to go. Good story. Joe, how about you? Yeah, this is one that I'm not loving either side. Um, Dodgers back up, backs up against the wall, but to step in front of this Braves team that's just rolling right now is not something I want to do either. I'm liking the under in this one as we see two fantastic pitchers uh, battle this one out. So I'd take the under seven and a half if I was betting it. All right, we got the Astros and the Red Sox. Got ugly at Fenway in a hurry last night. Started off, it was 0-0 when the game started. And, um, <laughs> yeah. I think it was even the first inning, it was 0-0. Yeah, we didn't hit on our feet. Oh. Yeah. Riffy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was an Riffy. I, I like the yeah, Riffy, well, but it was an Riffy. It was, I was close. Second inning. Yeah. Boone back with the Yanks. It's good for us. We love betting against the Yankees. He always bets against the Yankees. That's the YouTube comment. He always picks against the Yankees. I was like, you guys are going to love my Michigan Northwestern video this week. <laughs> the, the same people that say that. It's like, 
Like, I'm well, like, every YouTube comment says, this guy always picks against Michigan. Well, I'm not going to disappoint you here. <laughs> it's like, who am I to disappoint you? Here? But you have a chip on your shoulder against Michigan because you don't like the head coach. So I don't like Michigan in general. Even before this yeah. head coach, I didn't like them. The bet, my best memory of Michigan was when Miami played them. Four and a half minutes left to go. They act like they won the game. Down by 16. Four and a half minutes left to go. They had the ball. We beat them. Their coach had a heart attack on the sideline. It was one of the greatest <laughs> games of my life. Bo Schembechler, the legend. It was the end of the legend at Michigan. Bo Schembechler. And they interviewed him, and he was trembling, you know, because he had already had the incident. And he said his last words. It was an ungodly set of circumstances. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson used the timeout on defense. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> called timeout. Like everyone's act, you know, it's like, they think they got us. It's like, that's what all the players said. He was saying, he's like, they think they got us right where they want us. It's like, we got them right where we want them. <laughs> hey, whoops. Jerome Brown. Danny Stubbs, they put an end to that one in a hurry. Crushed their dreams. It's a great day. Anyways, Astros, Red Sox. Joe, what are you thinking about the game? Mm. <laughs> well, you know, if you want to know what I'm thinking, we're going to have a <laughs> no, long show. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but about this game, you guys, we're seeing like – these balls just are flying. I don't know. Um, going with the over seems pretty square in this one. I'm not betting this game. Um, I really think the Astros can get this win tonight. I think they have to. I think they're going to be so hungry for it. Um, so I'm leaning on the Astros and the over. But something tells me we got to have an under in one of these games. But these bats have been too powerful lately, and they're just flying over. Like, what was the total last night? It was so high. Four. Nine. Couldn't even Nine believe it. Nine. Nine. Yeah, but, like, what did we hit? What oh. the... 10, what, 11, 17 15, points, 16, 17. 15. Yeah. 15. Like, Red, Red it was such though. a high total. Yeah, it was unbelievable. You're right. Brian so, is foolish. I think the Astros <laughs> and the over in this one. I agree. Brian is a fool. That was my favorite game yesterday. The Boston, Boston beat down. Rod. Yeah, for me, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I'll just take the over. Um, I mean, they moved it up to 10 and I was, that's probably still not enough. Um, the over six and zero in the Astros last six. Boston six and zero to the over their last six. Uh, eight and two. Boston is to the over their last ten. The Astros nine and one. Um, pitchers aren't holding these guys down. Um, give me the over. I've seen the word Red Sox and lock in the same sentence in the comments, Brian. <laughs> Yeah, I think that guy's jinxing the Red Sox there. But for me, I think I'm going to take the under 10 runs here. It just seems too easy to take the over 10. You got Granke and Pavetta, two pitchers that uh, are not aces. Yeah, no aces <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Zach Granke's probably – Zach Granke's a borderline Hall of Famer. I mean, he's just oh, yeah, at the he's end of his career. He's had a tremendous career. Borderline. But for me, I'm going to take the under 10. I just think one he's, of these games has to go under. So why can't he's it be borderline. He's got a Cy Young. He's got some World Series. He's got, you know, kind of that nice smorgasbord of, uh, of a. I think uh, Astros bounce, bounce back with a much better pitching performance overall as a team. So I think this stays under 10. 
I think Granky might just be holding on a little too long. I think it's interesting to me about this game. The most interesting thing is, and it goes back to the whole social media and, and, and that sort of stuff is in the YouTube comments is that people are saying, you know, up and down, including Bittler. Um, I'm not pointing any fingers, but um, including him that says, oh, the Dodgers can't lose three in a row, but the Astros can. I don't know. Just seems seems like a lot of losses, especially the mocking of Correa last night. Alex Cora knew that was a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad, bad idea. It's like that guy is really good. He was a number one overall pick, Correa. It's panned out. Um, yeah. Anyways, we go to the NHL. Just a ton of games. Maybe I'll have Mitchie Pucks will skate onto the ice here soon. Um, I usually wait. I like to wait at least 10 games because then I have some stuff to work with. But um, I don't know. The Puck Dogs are uh, doing those videos. I've been getting a lot of commentary. A lot of people saying they want more stuff from the Puck Dogs. I say the Puck Dogs sell more packages. Then we'll do more free stuff. How about that? Because they're already doing a ton for free. I think that's fair. I think they do a free pick video on every single game, and plus we talk hockey on the shows, and plus Rod's on this show, Chris is on that show, and Rod's on the other show too, including that, and Chris is on this show on the weekends. I think it's a lot of free puck dogs, and I think that at, they're charging two thirty nine a month for their monthly, um, wow. which is absurd, um, under strong protest here. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, they're about $100 under the price. Yeah, they're at least 100 light. They're number one in hockey right now. Yeah, no, no Check joke. Them out. Crushing it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I, and that's what I say. I say if people want more puck dogs, it's available for you. It's not like they're not delivering. I mean, there I might be a chocolate smudge on it from Ruffalo, you know. <laughs> it's candy bar wrappers, but it's like, it's chocolate, I swear. The Kraken let me down yesterday. I, was I, had, I had cake and ice cream for lunch yesterday, so who the hell am I to say anything? It is my birthday. It's not your birthday yet. the 24th of October. Brian, it's been my birthday for a few weeks now, and it will continue to be my birthday until mid-November. You get 24 hours at midnight. Oh, no. So, I, I, th- I, this is why you're not married, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. There's birthday months, birthday, birthday weeks, months. birthday months. Yeah. It just and then some. And it, it's it's yeah. kind of it's kind of like Thanksgiving, you know. It used to just be the day after, <laughs> right. but now it's kind of the two weeks before, you know. It's kind of it's it it, it kind of works like that. It takes your age. So, like, if you're if you're 48, then you have 48 days prior prior leading up. So you get a 48 day celebration before your birthday for your birthday. So sometimes you can get more than a month. It's like my computer doesn't even want to go to the NHL schedule. We've got the uh, we got the Sabers against the Canucks, the Canadiens against the Sharks. That's a good logo. That Sharks logo, I like that one. Got the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. They can go suck it against the Panthers, and the Devils against the. You gotta be. Smoking Kraken. They're Kraken head. Joe, any of those four do it for you? 
Yeah, give me the devils in this one. I think the Kraken are absolutely exhausted. This will be their fifth straight road game um, this week. I see a low-scoring game as well. We're not seeing the devils put up a ton of points, and I don't think the Kraken will be able to either. So give me the under and the devils in this whole matchup. Rod? Yeah, the couple I like there. I like the the under in the uh, Canucks and Buffalo uh, game going. You look uh, surprisingly Buffalo with the number one uh, D in the league early in the season, only giving up a goal a game. And uh, Demko's been solid for the Canucks, so I love the under six in that one. And I agree, giving the Devils. Devils are going to start the season 2-0. Kraken just want this game over with. They want to go home. Um, But a rough schedule for them to start the season, five road games. Um, This is game five on back-to-back, and we've seen what Philadelphia did to them. I think the Devils do the same thing. Give me the Devils. So my wife is standing here. So Brian says I only get 24 hours for my birthday. I mean, what <laughs> world is he living in? In what I mean, in, in 20 maybe 24 hours starting three weeks ahead and two Probably weeks after. Well, you can't celebrate more than 24 hours. You only that's get what Joe 24 said. Hours. Joe said that's why Brian's not married. <laughs> <laughs> We're celebrating every yeah yeah. Just I'm for that, kid. I'm having double ice cream and cake for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian, I always do two big parties because I was actually born in Australia. So yeah. I have like my Australian party, then my Canadian party, but I celebrate all month. July yeah, well, kind of, let you, I'd let you Don't you cross well. time zones there? So really, you should have four. Because it's like if you're I born really in Australia. Because it's in different days that you're born in two different days. Yeah, you have a, yeah you really I, I really are. should have four you parties. Really but. <laughs> I mean, because if you're if you're born in Australia, but you're yeah. in like say um, I don't know, like Pennsylvania or something, you would have been born on different days. So yeah. you got to celebrate both. You got to get both of those. Absolutely. You don't want to. My mom any- writes me huge Facebook messages on both days, like Happy Australian Birthday, Happy Canadian. You get to celebrate it all. But yes, July is my birthday month. I celebrate the whole time. I'm with you, Mitch. You need a birthday month. Yeah, it's like, how many cakes do you get for your birthday, Brian? Like, how many uh, cakes? Or pies? Or pastries or ice cream cake or whatever? Just one, maybe two, if I'm lucky. Yeah, so you're you're light. You're light on that. See, I always get the birthday cake altogether, but I do it for the kids. They like to sing happy birthday. Do you think I got this body with one birthday cake? I mean, do you think that that's how I got here? You think that's how I put this together? This is well, a big birthday. Yeah, this is you're turning the big one double zero, isn't it? This year, this is, is it one double zero. This is not a one cake mission right here. This is <laughs> this is this is some, and this and we're not even talking about like you ever go to the bakery like to pick up the cake and it's like you see the cookie there and you gotta you can grab a couple. We got more, right? Just like getting the cake. Like, Ooh, like, what's oh, that? Oh, I'll get a half dozen of those and a half dozen of those along with the cake. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Or you ever go to like a diner like a like they have this great bagel place in uh, in Vegas. Like, you know, off the beaten path that I love to go to this bagel place. And they have, like, you know, re- you have to go to the counter, you know, to pay the check, you know, for the breakfast place. And, uh, you know, they have the cookies <laughs> right by the counter, like the glass case. It's like, it's totally there. It's like, you know, it's so intentional. You know, it's like. Well, of course it is. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like I come back to the table, you know, I got the box with me. It's like, what the hell just happened? 
It's like, it's like, what? You, it's like, what, you, what are you taking? Did you not finish? You taking it? To, no, this is this is the two dozen cookies I got from the cake. <laughs> I thought you were just getting the cake. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, do you need that big box for two dozen cookies? I'm like, well, they're the big cookies. <laughs> <laughs> My, my accountant's like, that was some breakfast, Chad. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it was the sides. <laughs> it's all the add-ons. Yeah, the sides. It's the sides. It's the Wolf of Wall Street, $24,000 on dinner. It's like, you spent $24,000 on dinner? The sides. <laughs> the sides. <laughs> You also have to try everything, from what I understand. Oh, absolutely. That's like in the, the ice cream. Baskin Robbins asked for a taste. 31 flavors. I got time. <laughs> right? I got time. Come on, give me one of those. They have... I don't know. Um, How about that one? You just keep it going. They have a really good ice cream place down the street from me here, and like they have all the great Hawaiian flavors. You know, like everything's macadamia, not coconut, and all these different things, and... Um, all the tourists love to taste every single one, and then they end up getting vanilla. You know, it's just whims, but that's besides. <laughs> scoop of vanilla. That's it's funny. like all that you get a scoop of vanilla. It's like I just waited yeah. twenty five minutes for you to taste all this ice cream. Brian, who do you like in these? Yeah, I'm gonna take the Buffalo Sabres here. I don't know why they're continually disrespected here by lines makers. It just. Uh... They won their first two games again, plus money against a Vancouver team, which I'll, I'll take Vancouver in spots, but uh, it's just too much value on the Buffalo Sabres. And then I'll take the Montreal Canadiens sitting at 0-3 on the year. I'm sure desperation must be setting in soon. Uh, big public side here, but I think Canadians finally get a W against the Sharks. What's your ice cream flavor? What's your flavor? I like boring chocolate. So chocolate. I like chocolate. chocolate. There you have it. All right. I'm going to take the uh, Sabres here. And I'm gonna parlay him up with the Panthers. Got the Penguins and the Stars. Stars changed their logo a few years ago. Got the Capitals against the Avalanche. Got the Chicago Blackhawks up against the Islanders. Islanders. Neither of these teams have won a game yet this season. And you got the Red Wings up against the Blue Jackets. Brian, what do you think of these four gems? Yeah, I think the Detroit Red Wings are a quality play. If I'd add another premium play, it might be the Detroit Red Wings here. You rarely see them as the favorite. And Columbus is 2-0 and on the year, so it even raises even more eyebrows. I just think the Red Wings get another W here, and I'll go to 2-0-1. and Rod, what's your favorite flavor, ice cream? Me, I like Neapolitan. You get three. You get the chocolate, vanilla. vanilla, strawberry. Yep. Do you, you let them mix, or you you keep them very separate? Uh-huh. I I I'll, I'll I let them mix. I don't mind if they mix up. It's it's pretty good all mixed up together. Right. It's a good mix. <laughs> for me, in these ones here, um, you look. Uh, McKinnon has been cleared to play for uh, Colorado, and. Uh, uh, everybody's enamored with uh, Colorado now. They're all like, whoa, McKinnon's going to play. Yeah, woo. <laughs> Give me the Capitals. I was doing one. that before the 
show. Yeah, you look at that. Everybody's now going to be enamored with Colorado to win this game. So, give me the Capitals. I also do my River Jones <clears throat> impersonation when I heard it. <laughs> and then the other one I like, yeah, the Islanders and the, and uh, the Blackhawks. Somebody's always got to go, and uh, I think the Blackhawks get the first win. I think they, uh, the Blackhawks at home here uh, get to sing their song at the end of the the hockey game. So uh, the Islanders just look awful. They, they just look defeated. They just look like they've uh, been through a war, and it's like it's only game three. You know, a long season they go. Even the Blackhawks in that one. And I like the under in the Columbus and Detroit game. Um, Columbus scored eight goals in their first game, and well, we know why they. I know why they scored eight goals, but uh, after that, they can't bounce back with two goals. Um, they're not built to score eight goals. Give me the under in that one. Joe, what's your favorite ice cream? Um, it would be like a cherry cheesecake. Cherry cheesecake or a mango. Yeah, mango's good. But that, is that a sorbet yeah. though? Um, yeah, sorbet. That's not ice cream. What's your favorite ice cream? No, it's not. Sorry, it's got to be cherry cheesecake. Cherry like cheesecake. with chunks of like cheesecake, oh, chunks just... of cherry. Yeah, is that sounds like so. a Ben and Jerry's type thing going on? Yeah, something that's like chunky and got more than just ice cream in it. Cookie dough. And I like not, that. Not unswayable. <laughs> my favorite flavor. Not is a cook- ice cream. My favorite flavor flavor is cookie dough, and my second favorite flavor is also cookie dough. Third? <laughs> Third would be um, pistachio with um, with cr- uh, crunch, Oreo crunch on, on top of it. Ooh, you know, like top that would be good. Yeah. That's third. Yeah, Alan's saying in the comments, uh, green mint chocolate chip. And I used to love that when I was a kid. My grandma always had that in the freezer. Yeah, I always had mint chocolate oh. chip. It used to be my favorite until... I had um, cookie dough. <laughs> Until you had cookie dough. Yes. I like tiger. I tiger, tiger tail is a good one, too. But you have to like licorice, right? You know what else is like good is licorice, cookie You're not going to like it. Mm. Cookie dough is good. Like, how many pints of ice cream do you have in your freezer right now? Me? Zero. Zero. Pints. There's a four-liter bucket in my freezer, and then there's uh, a... <laughs> There's a couple. There's uh, one Ben and Jerry's uh, chocolate covered cherries, and then there's uh, also a Ben and Jerry's half baked. Chocolate covered cherries is that Cherry Garcia? No, it's uh, Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's is Cherry Garcia is their chocolate covered. Oh, is that what it's called? Yes. Cherry. Okay. Well, I call it chocolate covered cherries. I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I know about these things. And then the half baked, which is your cookie dough, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, but doesn't that have chunks of brownie in it too? Yes. yes. Oh my god, is it so good? <laughs> well, it can be. Can it, are they, I well, it, all right. It has chunks of brownie and cookie dough mixed in it. Half eight. <laughs> we always have nine to twelve pints of cookie dough ice cream in our freezer at all times. <laughs> and Neil, yes, blueberry cheesecake is also good. My wife's and worried, anything, my wife's worried about the supply chain, and she knows how it gets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we ran, we ran out of cookie dough. We had to get the off brand. Oh yeah, Ooh. I had like a this. Cho- I had this one called candy bar ice cream. I had to eat for like three weeks. Heath bar crunch or something. Yeah, <laughs> you guys felt the wrath. You didn't even know what was happening. 
<laughs> That's what's going on. Now we know. The guys in Australia <laughs> refused to talk to me. They just refused to talk to me. Like, 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 is something wrong with you over there? Like, you got ice cream or something? Yeah, they ran out of cookies. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Good. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They said that. I believe it. Yeah. I don't know. I had it for lunch yesterday, so it was it was nice. I'm catching up. I love it. It's nice. It's kind of like. And also, I don't separate the cookie dough out. I just you know, I just eat. I don't pick at it. You know, straight out. <laughs> it's kind of like chocolate chip taken to the next level. I think that's really what it is. Chocolate chip ice cream, which is a classic. Cookie monster with chocolate chip. What's that? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Cookie monster. If this might be life changing, Mitch. Is that cooked cookie dough in the cooked cookie Someone... dough in the ice cream? No, I like the cookie dough. Whoever came up yeah, with that idea is a genius. Right? It's like, wouldn't you love to have been at that board meeting? I've got this idea. You take the cookie dough, you put it in the ice cream. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> so what you're saying is you take some cookies, you, know, you put it in the ice cream. It's like, I think we're onto something. <laughs> it's like, I'm, oh, what a great idea that was. They didn't have that when I was a kid. They didn't have cookie dough ice cream. No? No. Well, they didn't even have ice cream when you were a kid, right? Well, the guy would come around, you know. With the, He'd come around and turn it yeah, with a stone or something. Yeah. Crank it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we had the ice cream man back in the day. You hear the bell ring. See, I prefer like the uh, icy things, like the calypsos and stuff like that. What? Yeah. What are you like talking about? What, what, the stuff what planet the are you cream. from? <laughs> Where did we get but, this woman? <laughs> like, who invited her? Okay, I, I think I think my mom likes ice cream a lot, and she told me I was lactose intolerant. And then I found out at 20 I actually wasn't because she wanted to eat all the ice cream in the house. So I'd only sneak it at my grandma's mint chocolate chip. But I'm not lactose intolerant. But I always ate the icy things growing up. I like ices too, but I'm not going to like – put those in the same conversation as ice cream, it's an entirely different treat. <laughs> I like the icy. That, okay, now I like I the icy. That's in the Slurpee family. And then you have sorbets. And then, you know, we could get into gelato, but I, I thought we'd save that for another Ooh, day. Because like coconut, toasted coconut gelato. If you're going gelato, <laughs> toasted coconut is really, it's where it begins and ends, that conversation. You know who you has great sauce? coconut gelato is that... Um, Oh, Aria in Vegas. They have a great toasted coconut gelato at Aria. Worth the trip. It's one of those things that you get it, and it's like they could say, you know, that's 47 bucks. I don't care. You know, it's just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> just give me your credit card. Just, I, don't even tell me how much it was because don't ruin it. it this, I'm, I can't hear you anyway. I'm too busy. Eating. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, would you like another scoop with that? Do I look like I'm ready? It's like, do you even have to ask that question? 
Oh. <laughs> it's like, they're always like, nice to see you again. That's <laughs> what they say in there. That's like one of those ways, like, I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> it's like... Nashville Predators, worst name in hockey, up against, worst name in sports, up against the LA Kings. Got the smudges at home. They're undefeated against the JTS Jets, Jets, Jets. Then you got the Earlers up against the Ducks. Oilers minus 279 against the, who stepped on a duck? Two and one on the season for the Ducks. Public just humping up on the Oilers. Brian, you humping up on the Oilers with the public here? Yeah, I think I'm going to lay the puck and a half here with Edmonton. They're just a far better team. I, I was against the Ducks yesterday with the Calgary Flames that I really took one to the tailpipe there with my favorite team. I like the, the Ducks on the puck line here. <laughs> Not reverse but I line, think but plus the goal and a half. I just think uh, Oilers um, win by at least two goals tonight. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Out of that grouping, I'll, I'll lay it with the Oilers. Joe, you done with your smoothie? Can you give us some commentary on these games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, Bren, I hear what you're saying with the Oilers, but here's my problem with the Oilers. They play down teams they're playing. They should definitely come out and win this game tonight against the Ducks, but they get in these letdown spots. Connor McDavid's off an amazing game, hat trick game. Um I'm not going to bet this one. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys because until the Oilers start proving to me that they're not going to play down, um, I can't get on them in this situation, which they should win it. They absolutely should. But I think the Ducks come out and win this one because the Oilers take that <laughs> step back. <laughs> no chance. As long as you're completely honest. I like the completely I, honest. I, like, <laughs> seriously, we've seen them, Rod. Time after time, and yeah. I, I love yeah. Connor McDavid. Seen, he plays I've also down. I've seen two guys on one line last season for the last how many years that I've seen this. They always have two lines going here. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ducks on a back-to-back. They're not going to do what Calgary did and choke it away. That's not happening here. The Oilers uh, have to make a statement uh, this season. They're, they're going to be team. Like I said, I, I've actually put Mike Smith as uh, as a future for uh, winning the Vezina, plus 6,600 uh, in that. He's been uh, lights out starting the season. Um, and, and the Ducks are going to play Stolaris in, in, in goal. He's 0-1-1, two goals against. Um, their backup going after playing last night. They battled, and they came back and uh, beat Calgary. Had no problem doing it, too. Um, looks real good doing it. Like I said, Calgary yesterday, they don't have that guy. They need that guy to step up, but they always have that guy. They always actually have two of those guys that uh, will step up and uh, punch you in the mouth. Okay, <laughs> but can Connor McDavid lead better this year? Can we get him being more of a leader? Already has scored three goals last game. <laughs> I know, but like when they're down, how many goals? How many? No, how many games are in down. an NHL season? Like how many games does each team play? Eighty-two. So, three games in, you can say that he's a changed man. Oh, easily. And, and because Rod, you look I'm not at, talking I, about I when he's numbers. up. He's numbers. fantastic when, he when he's up. Season, he's he's just progressed every season. He's gone up. He's when he scored. Uh, point and a half. But his first season, he wasn't so good. He got a point, uh, whatever a game, and then he went to one point three, one point five. Last season was one point eight eight. This season, he's going to get over two points a game. Easy. He's going to be the first NHL player in a long time to be averaging two points a game um, this season. That that's but how good the Oilers are going to be this season. Uh, I just want to see him when he's in that down position to lead his team and pull a team back. 
Because that's what I'm missing from him. I think he's a phenomenal hockey player. Don't get me wrong. I really like Connor McDavid. But when they get down as a team, I really like I want the Ducks to see him pull that team. I up. really like the Ducks here. I like the plus goal and a half. Mitchie pucks. He's a lot of angles here that lead to the Ducks um, at least covering the puck line here, if not winning outright. I could be be a uh, well. I can't say it on the air because then people bring it up ten years from now and say that I said something defaming um, to somebody, but. I'm not going to say that word, the P word, but um, I would, I think I, to plus the goal and a half, I mean, everything leads to Ducks at least on the puck line, you know, to cover the puck line. But, I mean, if Edmonton slips up at all here, because the Ducks own Edmonton, I mean, they freaking own them, right? I mean, they, they just, they're, they're basic. How do the they, Ducks own Edmonton? Well, the they they are twenty and seven in the last twenty seven in Edmonton, thirty six and sixteen in the last fifty two. That is ownership. So over sixty six percent is ownership, and that's that's almost seventy yeah, percent. And twenty and seven, twenty and seven is overtime win. Uh, that's is ownership. Edmonton. Well, you said how do they own them? I think those are ownership right, numbers. Well, you made your point. This is one of those spots that last season, for sure, you would have taken the Ducks. This season, uh-uh. yeah, but sees, what Mitchy Puck sees here is that the Ducks are three and zero on the puck line this season. You know, three games in, and it's—I mean, obviously, I don't have my data that I need to work with here, but it's like if I was looking at this game and I and we were deeper in the season, I saw these kind of numbers where a team just is dominant on the puck line, and the other team is kind of eh on the puck line, and you have like a a, a team that you know has been really pretty much pumped up for the last two to three years here. And basically, usually what happens to them is they go, you know, so it pops that bubble. Because, you know, remember when they traded for all those guys? We were talking about this the other day. Oh, Edmonton's going all the way now. Oh, no, they went nowhere. And it's like, this team has done nothing but let people down since Gretzky last skated there. I mean, really. They've done, they've got skadoosh since. No. Well, they won. They won after with Messier, but it's been a long time. They won a cup without Gretzky. They made the Stanley Cup (laughs) without Messier. They won a cup. No, they made it to the Stanley Cup final. What year? (laughs) I want to say what was that? Ninety? No, it was actually early 2003. That doesn't count. Carolina. (laughs) They played Carolina. No one remembers that. Carolina. Is that even a real team? Uh, yeah. Oh, real hockey town there. Charlotte. Massive hockey town in Carolina. It's Massive. Go, it's like, oh, yeah. When, they, like, when their team headed towards the How many bubble, players are from only, Charlotte? How many players in the, the NHL? Only, how many players in the NHL are from Charlotte? <laughs> I mean, how many? Oh, no. I'm going to guess zero. I'm going to guess, guess the bagel. Oh. And, and this Oilers team has majority of the Canadian players. They're a majority made up of Canadian players. Easy, 80%. It'd be really interesting to see how many Canadian players uh, play for American teams, like what the percentage is. Huge. It's massive amount. Yeah. Massive amount. There's always at least four or five Canadians on every uh, American Stanley Cup winning team. Because I think the, other, or the Canadian team hasn't won one since one night in a long time. <laughs> yeah, long time. But the Calgary had that chance to, to to put the Ducks away, and they just didn't do it. They didn't have that guy. They had ten minutes in the in the that third period, and I watched the game, and they I I figured they were going to do it, and then get that three one goal, 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The Bucks hanging around. So they won the three Oilers. two in the shootout, and then they won five two um, against Calgary. Edmonton did, and then the Ducks yeah. they beat Calgary in the shootout. They played back to back. They lost to the Smudges, but two to one. And then they beat Winnipeg. So, basically, they've been in two one-goal games already. So, this is a team that plays in low-scoring, tight games. I like the under and the ducks on the puck line. It's got to be a gift, right? I mean, I'm just throwing it out there, just looking at the numbers. It's so freaking obvious. No. That's why I'm taking the others on the puck line. Inside. Because they will have to get up by one, and then they will. They have the killer instinct this season to get up by two and put them away. They found it where? Where did they find this killer instinct? Mm-hmm. Watching Ted Diamond. Lasso or something? They all watch Ted Lasso together. <laughs> no, it's, you make a trade and you pick Got up this. another guy. Uh, you pick up a guy who is uh, the assist leader who uh, assisted uh, Matthews with his... Uh, sure they're not eating some of Joe season. Madden's uh, mango sorbet there in the locker room over in Edmonton? Well, they might be. <laughs> well, if they are, they're going to do better. <laughs> so I do like Mike Smith in goal for Edmonton. He is a great goalie. So he did come from Calgary. And he's out to prove a point this season. 3-2 against Vancouver. They were minus 210 in that game. I'm not convinced. I'm taking the Ducks here, plus the goal and a half. And I'm also going to take them on the regular and the under. I just think there's an opportunity there. And and I do too until Edmonton proves to me they won't play down yeah. to their competition, which they do. Yeah, they do. Just because they were in the Stanley Cup final 18 years ago against a made-up team doesn't really instill the confidence in me that I need to put my hard-earned money anywhere near them at minus 280. Absolutely, because this is a team you put them against the best team in the league. They come out and they somehow win it. They do everything. They just play their heart out. But then you put them against like we saw them last year. What? They lost. I'm sure they lost to the last Sabres last year. year. Everybody, say, you can say last year. Today's. I, this, I know, but this season. is a team they just so. play down, Rob. I I hope they last prove season. completely wrong this season. Last season, you are going to be completely wrong. I hope so. I really do. I want a Canadian team to go really far this season. Definitely, not I do. Flame, so. This is no. I know. That won't be my flame. Where's the comments, everybody? Stop picking on Joe. Where's the comments? It's like if it was me and Brian, it's like you know everyone's all out to vent, but it's we're not picking on each other. We're just having a heated debate. That's all. Oilers are going to spank the Ducks tonight. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Well, it's two, two, it's Joe and I it, against you two. It's the Battle of Calgary and Edmonton. That's the whole thing it comes down to. <laughs> and Edmonton watched that. They were like, ah, ha, ha, Calgary choke, watch us. We're going to kick their butt tonight. Watch this. We'll show them. We'll show them how it's done. <laughs> Five to one, Edmonton tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see Smith with a shutout. Five to one, Edmonton. I can, no see, I can see Smith with a shutout. Smith with a shutout. <laughs> if it's a shout out, it's a one to zero game. Low, <laughs> low scoring if it's a shout out. Dun, 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 that'd uh, be quite interesting. <laughs> Just send a camera crew. <laughs> I think they play four more times this season, so 
I think they play five times, five, five battles in Alberta. All right. Good show today. Got any parlays? I like the Ducks on the puck line with the Panthers and the Braves on the reverse run line. Brian, how about you? I'm going to go with a super square special parlay of the day. It's going to be the Los Angeles Dodgers minus one and a half and those Edmonton Oilers minus the puck and a half. My super square parlay. Let's take the, the two day. biggest favorites on the board. Yeah. That's Spittler for you. Rod, Got any, <laughs> can you find any better value than that? Yep. I'm going to find, uh, I'm going to take the Capitals on the money line over the Avalanche. I'm going to take the uh, Bucks game under the total. And we're going to take uh, the under in uh, Buffalo and the Canucks. Joe. And I take the Capitals, the New Jersey Devils, and the Sabres all on the money line. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. That was fun. Um, I actually enjoyed the hockey segment today. Um, it's rare, but it happened. But uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. We've got 11 NBA games tomorrow, so we'll have plenty to talk about. Uh, we've got college football tomorrow, which I thought was today, but it's actually tomorrow. Yep. And we've got... Should have a baseball game tomorrow, too. Braves and uh, Dodgers. So we will uh, see you tomorrow. Of course, uh, we'll do a premium show and, and then the VIP show at its regular time. This is Mitch for Joe, Rod, and Brian. Thanks for joining us. Have a winning day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow.